0: Hello, and welcome to this week's version of the IHBS announcements. Filling in this week for Gary Emmons, this is Mandy Barger. Um, This is the week of 10-4. Can't believe it's October already. Um, Unreal to think that we're already in this fall season and just chugging right along. So we'll get started with these announcements. Uh, there hasn't actually been any new addition, So if you list listened last week, this is going to be a second time to hear this information. Uh, really, this is all good stuff. So never too many times to hear it. And if for some reason you weren't able to listen last week, um, now would be a great time to continue to tune in um, and make sure that you have this information. So we're going to kick things off with more COVID-19 information. Woohoo! Um, we're going to talk a little bit about that vaccine booster. So if you receive the Pfizer booster, Um, as a part of your vaccination plan, you got the first dose and the second dose, and it has been at least six months since receiving that second dose, you are eligible for a booster being in the healthcare industry. Um, So you wanna make sure that if you are someone over the age of 65, um, if you are in the healthcare industry, if you are at risk for exposure transmission, uh, if you have any high-risk medical conditions, That would be good for you to consider getting the booster. Um, We continue to encourage all team members to get vaccinated for the protection of COVID-19. If you have not been vaccinated yet, you still can go do that. Uh, We remember that we continue to provide a two-hour bonus incentive for your PTO rate of pay or a two-hour equivalent if you are salaried. Once you provide proof of your full vaccination, we will also be offering the incentive for the booster as well. So if you go get that, let us know. Um, please send a picture of your vaccination record card to hr at ihbs.us or you can send that to Gary Emmons or Elizabeth Adbury. So remember, proof of vaccine, send it to HR, get paid for your time spent while you're keeping yourself safe. And if you are eligible for the Pfizer booster because you received Pfizer the first time around and it was more than six months ago, you can definitely take advantage of that as well. And again, provide proof and receive the incentive. We appreciate everybody out there Uh, taking the time to do that. The next memo that we have in the announcements is in regards to Thanksgiving. It's crazy again to think that we're already planning for this time off, but uh, remember the early bird gets the worm, so start planning ahead now. Remember that all requests for time off are due to HR by 5 p.m. on Friday, October 15th, 2020. If you weren't aware, Thursday, November 25th is happening for the uh, Thanksgiving holiday. And all requests for PTO that are not received by Friday, October 15th. I think I just said 2020, so scratch that. We're in 2021. Um, Anything that's not received by that date will not be considered. So so one more time, put in your time off request for Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving holiday is on November 25th. And you want to put in that request by Friday, October 15th at 5 p.m., in order to be considered for that time off, okay? So uh, listen up for your work week paperwork due dates. On the Thanksgiving week, we do have an earlier documentation deadline. So you everybody's documentation on the work week of November 14th through the 20th will be due on Sunday, November 21st at 8 a.m. local time. Okay. So keep in mind, this is Thanksgiving week, but our billing department is fantastic and they're gonna be working all day Sunday to make sure that we meet the deadline and everybody gets paid on time. So your cooperation and hard work is imperative Um, in making that adjustment. So go ahead and mark your calendar now that for the week of 14th through the 20th, you're going to need to turn in your paperwork by Sunday, November 21st. If you're doing all your in-session documentation and you're just super well organized and on top of it, that's going to be not a problem for you. So look towards uh, getting that system in place now if you don't already have it. We wanted to again highlight our announcement um, around the unfortunate situation um, in which a child fatality occurred with the family that we were serving. So, if you have not been made aware of this, um, we did have a child and a father who were referred for services while they were on a trial home visit. Um, the father's girlfriend, who was an approved caregiver, was left in the care of the child while the was left to care for the child while the father went to work. Um, during that time, unfortunately, an emergency call was made and the child was found unresponsive. Uh, We continue to reflect and process this difficult and sad situation, but we also need to identify how we can increase our child safety measures. So there are a couple tools that we already have in place that we just want to enhance our um, evaluation and digging into the family and those individuals who could be providing care for the child. So here's some examples of additional probing questions that we might ask while completing the early risk screen and social history. We might ask if the caregivers that are around their child are approved by DCS. This could be formal or informal caregivers, neighbors, family members, etc. Access those natural helpers if you're thinking about SBC as you're completing the genogram. And ask a few more questions about those individuals. Don't just be satisfied with the response um, that they're good with kids and their child likes them. Uh, What else do we need to know? We might need to know if the caregiver is knowledgeable about safe sleep. Obviously our safe sleep form asks that explicitly. Uh, Where else might the child be sleeping, and does that person have safe sleep education? We also want to talk about those observations. Has the parent actually observed the caregiver practicing safe sleep? Do they have an adequate bedtime routine and safe sleep space? We might also ask, what safety or other concerns do they have with this individual? Have they ever had formal or informal involvement with law enforcement, presently or in the past, has this parent ever observed the approved caregiver to lose their temper or struggle to manage stressful situations? Um, does the parent feel that in an event of an emergency, they would be able to trust that caregiver to adequately meet their child's needs and keep them safe? It's very difficult to formulate an exhaustive list, but at any rate, we want to help the parent evaluate the caregiver's ability to keep their child safe and not take those responses at face value. These questions, um, you know, like I said, not only will prompt the, the parent to keep uh, tabs on this and to think more about it, who's who their child is in the care of. but it will also help you feel better about ensuring child safety always. So um, remember that if a caregiver ongoing is intended to be a part of the family system, we want to discuss with IHBS supervision and look at the possibility of including that individual in services. Sometimes they're listed in the body of the referral, but not as a referred person, so our ability to include them in services is limited. And remember, if at any time someone that is not listed on the referral is involved or around during sessions, we need to have a release of information. So don't be afraid to ask questions. It's all coming from a good place. The intention is to ensure that the children are safe always and to prompt the parent to just think a little bit deeper about who their child is around and what type of person that individual is and how much they can trust that individual in the independent care of their child. So we want to learn from these experiences as much as possible, as much as we can as we um, you know continue to process and move forward from such an unfortunate event. Speaking of those uh, parenting skills and things that we want to focus on, we have of course our wonderful parent cafes upcoming. Um, the schedules were sent out by Deb Cooper and Ashley Beeler. We have cafes taking place virtually all over the place. Um, the next upcoming cafe would be on October seventh, which is tomorrow, from twelve to 1.30 Eastern, and that's focused on the topic of how to train your how to tame your monster. Um, the link is available to register, and if you need any information, you can contact a. Beeler at IHBS.us. There's also subsequent cafes coming up on the 21st and 28th of October. So be sure to check that flyer out. This is a great resource to refer your parents to. Uh, very, very helpful, informative conversations. Nothing damaging about it. It's worth any parent just being willing to give it a shot. In addition to uh, how to tame your monster, We have uh, another Parent Cafe schedule that Deb Cooper is offering, and you can contact her for more information at dcooper.ihbs.us, and that topic is on embracing neurodiversity. Super interesting, uh, really important for parents to understand that um, what they maybe expect from their child to behave or act, maybe look a little different. Um, based on uh, something that makes your child special, really. So we want to give them some opportunities to talk openly about that in a safe space. And they can do that on Tuesday, October 12th from 1130 to 1 p.m. Central, or Thursday, October 21st, from 530 to 7 p.m. Central. So a daytime and evening offering, trying to meet all those busy schedules of the parents that we work with. So again, for more information on Parent Cafe, either how to tame your monster or embracing neurodiversity, reach out to Deb Cooper or Ashley Beeler, and you can also access those flyers in the announcements that are uploaded to Caseman under the Resources and Announcements tab. A cool benefit that you have access to by working at IHPS is the access perks. If you've already used it, awesome. If you're interested or intrigued by um, saving money, I don't know who isn't, uh, you should definitely check this out. So far, we've saved $4,680 as IHPS employees. So just by utilizing this access perks, we have um, all of our staff have benefited that have used it over the last six months. So at any rate, it's definitely not going to cost you money to use it. Um, so you got to register for it. You can get great deals on from America's largest discount network. This could be top brand sponsors, games, activities, There's stackable deals, restaurant, hotel, flights, cruises, theme park, admissions and more. So if you're like a extreme couponer, this is the, the perk for you, if you're interested in finding out more or giving it a shot, like I said, definitely not going to lose money on it. You should register at your Access Perks website. It is ihbs.accessperks.com. When you click sign up on the top right corner, you'll be able to follow those prompts. And then once you access that and get some great deals, we'd love to hear about it. So let us know um, how awesome it is to save money and what kind of deals you're finding, spread the word. Uh, to your to your coworkers so they can save money too and then if you have any questions you can reach out to Susan Bencarcy in the in the HR department so she helps out with that As- access perks program sounds like a pretty sweet deal I might get on there um, after I finish recording these announcements um, let's see here you already know about the Casewind sign up update um, you want to make sure that you pay attention that because over in the next few weeks you'll notice an addition in CaseWin um, and IHBS sign in security so there's going to be a multi factor authentication okay so that means when you sign into your email account you may also be asked to verify using methods besides just emptying your password so uh, this is not spam this is not some kind of outside thing you want to make sure that you follow those prompts in order to be able to access your online accounts Uh, further. Corey sent out some instructions on how to follow that. It's a really, really great how-to guide. And if at any rate, you know our IT department's wonderful. And so if you continue to have issues with uh, your authentication and you can't get in there, you followed the how-to guide and you're still just having troubles, don't hesitate to reach out to our um, IHBS IT team. They really are friendly and they are easy to work with, and um, they make technology seem like everybody is able to access it, which I really appreciate. So you can make an IT help request on Casewind and let them know that you're not able to get in. Um, and also, uh, if for some reason you can't get in to even get a hold of them, then you still know how to call your supervisor, and they can help you navigate getting a hold of IT. So don't get yourself locked out. Don't get yourself frustrated. Uh, pay attention to those instructions and continue to keep our server and Casewind safe. We sent out an email, um, well, I guess it came from me, actually, a couple days ago about Hispanic Heritage Month. So um, we want to acknowledge that um, September 15th through October 15th is National Hispanic Heritage National Hispanic American Heritage Month, let me say that correctly, and we're proud to acknowledge and celebrate this community and the diversity of all our Latinx team members. The email that I sent out was kind of like a spirit week. Um, Shout out to Susanna Olives from Region 10 and your employee engagement, one of your employee engagement coordinators for putting that together. There's some fun things that you can just try to engage in over this week, whether it's listening to Latin music, Um, whether it's making a new Latin dish or watching a a Latin culture movie. So there were some fun things to try out there, and we'd love to see how you're participating in that. So feel free to send those pictures of you participating in the Spirit Week to the diversity um, committee, which is diversity at ihbs.us. So we can uh, acknowledge your participation and also enter you to win either a gift card or an Hispanic heritage item um there's also in the announcements is some additional information on even just educating yourself about hispanic heritage and the impacts that's been made in our country so again you can access all those links by visiting the announcements tab in casewind so you can see these announcements instead of just hearing them um and if you have any ideas or any other needs in regards to cultural diversity you can always access uh the open forum which is listed on the home screen of of casewind as well okay Let's see here. Again, we're going to plug some more COVID vaccine information. We want to make sure that everybody is uh, knowledgeable about what the vaccine and benefits of the vaccine really look like. So uh, there's some really, really uh, significant data that I want to share with you. Gary shared it last week, but like I said, you can never hear it too many times, right? So um, each of the three vaccines is 99% effective at preventing severe illness and death. And uh, there's another statistic that says unvaccinated Hoosiers make up 99.3 percent of COVID-19 cases in Indiana. So there's some pretty significant numbers that are um, definitely encouraging those to become vaccinated. And we also want you to be aware that there's some risks of hospitalization involved. So again, a fully vaccinated individual, your odds of being hospitalized after being uh, after getting your vaccine is one in fifty thousand three hundred and ninety four. But if you're not vaccinated, unfortunately, your odds of being hospitalized go up significantly to one in 525. So if you haven't been vaccinated, definitely some really great data out there to uh, continue to educate yourself and make an informed decision about the benefits of vaccination. So, um, again, that kind of infographic is listed in the announcements. I know Gary Emmons sent it out in an email a few weeks ago as well. Um, and if you have any questions and want to reach out, you can always reach out to the management group or HR Um, to talk through any concerns that you might have. And so we can kind of help point you in the right direction as well. Okay, I think that wraps up everything for the announcements. I'll uh, plug one more time that uh, we're still following some safety precautions around COVID-19. We wanna make sure that we're wearing masks we want to make sure that we're washing and practicing good hand hygiene. Uh, we want to make sure that we're maintaining social distance as much as possible. Um, you know, obviously we're going into people's homes. We're working with kids. Our work is so important. We don't want to compromise our, our health um, and take us out of the out of the, the ability to work with those clients because we become infected with COVID-19. So taking these precautions in addition to vaccination are really, really great steps in order to keep everybody safe. So don't forget about masks. Don't forget about your hand hygiene. Don't forget about your social distancing. I can't imagine how we could forget about that at this point, um, but it, sometimes we become so conditioned to these things that um, our habits fall off a bit. So don't forget um, to take, take into consideration and ensure that you are continuing to keep yourself and others safe. I guess the last thing I got to do on these announcements and something that um, has been really great to see the participation with is identify our trivia winner. So we had a, a high number of participation over the last week, a lot of knowledge around um, I believe it was the stages of change and finding that correct answer. And so our winner for this week with a $10 gift card to Amazon is Precious Day. Precious is a home-based caseworker in Region 9. So congratulations, Precious. Um, unfortunately, I wasn't able to come up with any really great trivia questions. So I'm going to leave that to Gary when he gets when he's uh, back in the office next week. So Gary will be bringing you some more trivia next week. Unfortunately, you just listened to me go on for 17 minutes uh, with no incentive, but other than getting really good information. So thank you all for your time and uh, listening in to these announcements. If you didn't listen or you want to take a look at them again to read through them, they're on Casewind under the resources and announcements tab. We appreciate all you guys are doing and stay safe out there.